As believers, we can live victoriously over the flesh, the world and the devil. This sermon series is intended to show us how to live the overcoming victorious Christian life. In this message, we discuss how to use the word of God to live an overcoming victorious Christian life. All right, to lead us in our declaration this morning, Sushil Sushil Abraham will lead us in our declaration. He's one of our young leaders, so Sushil. Good morning, church. So today, even as we're just going to get ready to do our declaration, I just want to read a couple of verses from Psalms 27. So if you can just turn with me to Psalms 27, I'm going to read the first three verses. So, the Lord is my light and my salvation, so why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger, so why should I tremble? When evil people come to devour me, when my enemies and foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. Though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will not be afraid. Even if I am attacked, I will remain confident. So we see this is a Psalm of David, and we understand what David is going through. And he's in the midst of like difficult situations, and he recognizes there are enemies and adversaries and foes around him, right? So, however, David declares that David declares who God is to him. And he he declares that the Lord is his light. He is his salvation. And he says, why should I be afraid? Why should I tremble? And he declares and announces the defeat of his enemies because God was with him and God was for him. So in in every situation, we need to stand boldly in who God is to us. We need to declare that the Lord is our light. He is our salvation. And that we don't have to be afraid, right? So in the midst of adversity, we can declare that the Lord is our deliverer. In the midst of sickness, we can declare that the Lord is our healer. And in the midst of hopeless situations, we can declare that the God God is our source of joy and our source of peace. And he will turn our mourning into dancing. So today, let's declare who God is. Let's... and. And all that he's given to us. And in every situation, declare your boldness, declare your confidence, the joy and the victory that you have only because of who God is. David did that, and we can do that too. So today, can we just, I just want to request you all to just stand up to your feet. Just hold your Bible up and just declare this 2021 declaration loud, bold, and strong. So this is God's word. This is God speaking to me. I am who God says I am. I can do what God says I can do. I will become everything that God has promised. I am saved, healed, delivered, redeemed. I am blessed, victorious, prosperous, triumphant. I am a minister of God, a servant of Christ, and a channel of his blessing. many people. I receive his word, I believe his word, and I live by his word. Christ is my master, and to him I am in absolute surrender. I walk in the more glorious covenant with God. I live the more glorious life in the spirit. I manifest the 
more glorious ministry of the Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, church. Thank you, Sister Shea. Appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, the last few weeks, we've been doing a series on overcoming. We've been talking about living, how we live and overcoming victorious life over the flesh, the world, and the devil. And, and like we said in the very beginning, uh, we've divided this entire series into eight sermons. And uh, different members of our team will come and minister to us. Uh, today is the third message in this series. And to lead us today, Jean uh, George will come and minister to us. Many of you know who Jean is. Uh, she's part of our team. She's also a psychologist, part of our uh, Christless counseling. And uh, she's a wonderful teacher of God's word. So let's put our hands together and welcome Jean. Good morning, church. It's wonderful to be here. Um, before we get started, um, uh, how many of us have come in here expectant today? Oh, the lights are too bright. Yes, and I wish I'd see more hands because we're going to see something wonderful happen today. We have a tool that we're talking about, the Word of God, okay? So we're all going to be expectant. And we're going to leave here with uh, more testimonies. So to start, let me, uh, let me uh, share a couple of testimonies that have come over the past week. Uh, and, you know, let's thank God and all of us who have expectant hearts, I believe we'll receive today, even as we hear, hear some testimonies. Um, so I have four testimonies that I'd like to quickly come through. This was received on January 14th. Uh, and this person talks about a relative who was diagnosed with cancer a few years and who had underwent uh, multiple surgeries but had a lot of complications. Um, he talks of how this relative has been homebound and uh, the, her faith has been hit due to the sickness. Um, the week this testimony was written, this relative was very sick and was close to giving up because of the pain and the frustration of not being healed. This was when uh, one of the pastors had sent a message on a group writing about praise and worshipping God truly and what it meant to worship even when we don't see him work. This person uh, was stirred in faith and he goes to the relative's house and finds her lying in pain. And he just plays the song that was sung on a service, Where You Go, I Go. This relative in pain, engaged in worship, felt something strong move her and said it felt very powerful. Seeing her faith, uh, the, the, you know, this person leaves the home and later that night, the relative sends a message saying, the pain just disappeared all of a sudden and I felt nothing ever happened and I'm completely healed of my pain. This was a situation that the doctors had given up on saying that she would need to live with the complications. So they continue to pray and ask God for complete healing of, of all of the entire disease in itself. Amen. Okay. Yes, we can clap. 
All right. The second testimony again is a testimony of healing. Um, this person has been suffering with a nagging pain on the forearm uh, um, and left joint uh, for three weeks. Prayed for se healing several times, but there wasn't much of an improvement. Uh, they attended the online service and was ministered to as pastor prayed for healing for those who had pain in the left arm. Uh, the person says, with half a mustard seed faith, I held my arm and listened to, to, to the prayer. I mean, even half a mustard seed is enough. So the, but the pain persisted even after prayer. But before he went to sleep, he felt his arm and noticed that the pain had completely vanished. The person has seen the miraculous healing in a very tangible way. Amen. Wonderful. The next is a testimony of thanksgiving. This family sends a testimony of gratitude for the wedding of their daughter and the support of the team at APC. Uh, they appreciated the well-structured counseling and preparation the children went through and uh, have also said the marriage and family manual has been a great blessing. They are grateful to the Lord for building and establishing this new family according to God and his purposes. And they say they're very blessed and touched by the messages and the ability to view this from the comfort of the home. That's wonderful. And uh, our last testimony came in yesterday. Uh, this person shares uh, as how he had endured his hip sometime in November after a fall that he had been uh, and been in bed most of the time through December. Uh, the doctors had confirmed that the injury had caused a sciatic condition, which he had been previously healed from without a surgery, just by speaking the word. So he had been praying and declaring healing since then. And last Sunday at the service, um, being in pain, he was standing and worshipping and felt the presence of the Lord and was impressed in his heart that he would expectant. He would receive God's word for healing. It was at the ministry time pastor called out healing for those with back pains. He claimed the healing and it was only after a few days that he found no pain and there was no need to take medications and went about doing his work. The doctor also confirmed that the injury in itself, that, that no injury to the spine or to the hip was a miracle in itself. Amen. Amen. Let's just praise God and say, thank you, Lord. This is, these are things that's happening uh, among us, all right? And even as we hear the word today, um, I'm really expectant, you know, because as I said, it's God's word. And when God's word goes out, it will accomplish what it was sent forth for. So let's quickly, uh, a half a minute prayer, okay? Uh, Holy Spirit, Lord, we are speaking your word today, and we know that through your word comes your power and your glory, and we invite you in today as we, as we uh, pick up on this tool of overcoming. Lord, come, come, come and do your work even as we speak your word. Thank you for honoring, Lord, our prayer and for being present here. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, right, so quickly maybe you could just turn around and uh, uh, high-flying hi-fi to some family next, you know, so they don't think that you're ignoring them. Great, okay. So we've been um, uh, learning about overcoming, okay? And uh, the last two weeks, we started two weeks ago, where we established this truth that every believer can live, can live 
overcomers can be overcomers or live victorious overcoming lives which means you and i are not defeated believers we're not out of the out of the ring the boxing ring we are not defeated believers okay we are overcomers last week we saw uh, the basis for living this overcoming life which is what jesus did on the cross and what he has given us as a result of what he's done on the cross the life that he's given us all um, all because of the new life we have in christ so today we will look at one of the most important tools we use to overcome the flesh the world and the devil we're going to be looking at the tools now if you are a handyman uh you don't even have to be a handyman if you are a skilled worker if you don't go to your workshop with your tools you are not an effective worker right so each of us have our tools our tools are you know scripture is so beautiful the way that god talks about his word he gives us mind pictures he says god's word is like a hammer it's like a sword it's like fire it's like water right now god's and we all have that in this one thing you don't have to take different tools you just have this one tool so god gives us this tool to overcome to live this overcoming life and god has made this available to us he's given it to us he's instructed us to use it okay and he says that that's what's going to help you now scripture uh talks about the word of god so beautifully it says um uh, in proverbs 420 I'll, i'll just give you gist of what it says but it says uh, you know give attention to the word of god you have to use your mind incline your ear to the sayings you have to use your ears you know keep it in the midst of your heart you've got to lodge it there and it says uh, keep attention give attention to the word of god with your eyes because the word is life to all who seek it and flesh to to your bones so scripture in all of its entirety is a powerful tool for us to live this overcoming life amen and we are going to move dwell right in to understand now this is a very simple message and i'm sure if we've been in church for many years we've heard this over and over again but this this never runs dry this is a, this is a word that never never runs dry so we overcome with the with the words so let's look at our first scripture first john 2 verse 14 first john 2 verse 14 it says i have written to you fathers because you have known him who is from the beginning i have written to you young men because you are strong and the word of god abides in you and you have overcome the wicked one so the apostle john here is addressing different people in different stages of spiritual maturity okay and he says the fathers in the faith have known jesus who was from the beginning and he kind of tells them you know keep growing keep growing in the knowledge of the lord he talks to the young people or the young men or young the young who is still in the faith who are still growing who are still maturing this is what he says he says um he points out that they have overcome the wicked one 
they have overcome the wicked one and they are strong so what is it that gives them the strength it says the word of god that abides in you you are strong and the word of god abides in you and you overcome the wicked one so he say he's telling those young in their faith or in their spiritual maturity you know keep growing keep maturing you will overcome you are strong in the word you have the scripture you, you that's what's going to help you battle over different things that come on to you so it's it's a kind of an instruction that says the fact that the word of god abides in you is the reason why you are strong so do all of us want to be strong apart from the gym today yes Okay so this is what you and I are going to say okay so i'd like you to repeat this after me my strength louder strength is powerful my strength to overcome the evil one comes from abiding in god's word once again my strength to overcome the evil one comes from abiding in god's word okay so it says to overcome we have to abide we are to abide not just know that it exists you know there's a difference what is abide the word of god abiding in us implies that it takes residence it's something permanent you know when you go stay in a hotel it's not permanent it's temporary you're there for a while and then you come back to your home base the same way abiding means to stay and to remain which is not it doesn't have an end it goes on and on and on and on right so abiding is to stay and to remain we see over scripture talks about the word of god being alive it talk, talks about word of going being living and active the word of god is alive living and active and that's what influences every area of our lives the word of god is active living and alive and it influences every area of our lives so which means when we look if we want to overcome we abide in god's word whatever your situations may be today we are helping ourselves to understand that i have to abide i have to come back to the word of god in order to overcome okay so your strength today your strength to overcome will come only when we abide so the key is to have the word of god alive and active in us it has to be bubbling in us it can't be dormant it can't be asleep it can't uh, it can't be scratched to wake up it has to be active i don't know if you're a light sleeper but i am with a with a with just a pin sound i'm up okay and that's the kind of thing that i i see that whenever there is something going on the word of god has to come up has to be pulled up okay now how do we do this today we'll share very three simple practices to um to overcome with the word as we go in through our our journey so the first one is to feed your inner person with the word to feed your inner person with the word so as believers we all need to understand that nothing can take the place of us reading and meditating on god's word on your own you cannot like for example 
those of you who had breakfast this morning, all because you fed your family does not keep your stomach full. Although mothers say that for some reason. Right? But until and unless you consume, you're not going to have strength or energy. You need to be in a place to read or to feed yourself the word. Okay? So, if you want to grow, you need to feed. You want to grow spiritually, you need to feed in the word of God. Some of the problems that, you know, sometimes we all go through is because of something called a spiritual malnourishment. Malnourishment. Malnutrition, sorry. I'm sorry. It's spiritual malnutrition, right? You know, you know when your kids don't eat, you say... You don't eat your vegetables, you will, vitamins are gone, right? So the problems that we have is because we, we are malnourished. And the, uh, the fact is that, you know, we take so much of time to spend three hot meals to feed our bodies. But when it comes to our spirit, we have two cold, you know, dry things to feed ourselves. And we say we are weak or we do not overcome. We need to feed ourselves, okay? So, uh, how? Let's, let's just look at a couple of scriptures. It says, one, in 1 Peter 2, 2, it says, As newborn babies desire the pure milk of the world, that you may grow thereby. So, if you feed, you will grow. Okay, it's a very simple principle and said, said so in, in, in this verse and the verse after. Acts 20, 32. So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. So when you feed yourself, you not only are strengthened and nourished, but you also walk in what has given as his inheritance to all those who believe in him. So when you feed, you grow, as well as you have everything that the Lord has given to you. So that's important for us to be strong. And in order to be strong, we need to feed ourselves. So let's give that attention to the word of God, because only from there comes our spiritual strength. There is a book called The Spiritual Disciplines of the Christian Life. And the author talks about five ways to feed. Okay? Very simple. And which we all know. Hear it. Hear the word. Read the word. Study the word. Meditate the word. Memorize the word. So shall we say it again? How do we feed? Hear. Read. Study. Meditate, memorize. Okay? Now, uh, I think as a church, we have so many resources. It's almost, you know, really pureed for us and given. You just have to open your app and just read and just read it. That's all. You don't even have to Google search and say, How, what do I find for this? So, you know, we have so much of resources and uh, make it a practice to read the word regularly. To read it little by little, chapter by chapter, every day, not just reading, but meditating on it and finding out how, that, how, the, how are the ways that you can apply God's word into your life. So take that time, you know, every morning, it could be a, a book that you take, it could be a daily devotional, it could be the sermons, take that time to feed yourself in the word. 
Okay, and feed good things. There's, there's a difference between feeding healthy and feeding junk, right? So the next time you open your phone to feed yourself with some YouTube video, remember junk. Okay, a YouTube video that is not related is junk. But let me, uh, let me feed healthy. That's going to build me up. Okay, so the first practice is... I said so much about food. Feed, feed, okay? The first practice is we feed ourselves with God's word. The next is to renew our minds with the word. Renew our minds with the word. You know, when you constantly feed yourself, you will begin to change, right? If you eat too much of food, you will grow sideways, right? But this is a good thing in the spiritual world. When you feed yourself, it will begin to change you. It will begin to change your thoughts, your ideas, your lifestyle. It will begin to renew you. So the more you feed, the more the, the renovation takes place, the regeneration takes place. So the word renew is equivalent to thinking in ways that align to God's ways and thoughts. So when you feed healthy, you will begin to renew healthy. So when you feed God's word, you will begin to align yourself in God's ways and God's thoughts. The term um, uh, renew means to cause something to become new and different. Renew, something to become new and different. And we are called in scripture, I mean, this I know all of us will be able to recite. Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by transformed um, by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So when you feed, your mind will be renewed, your wrong thoughts, patterns will begin to change, your wrong ideas and beliefs will be dislodged, you will begin to conform to God. And keep away that which conforms to the world. And you will begin to see your life changing, transforming. So we are called to renew. And it is a process. It's a process. It doesn't happen in a day. It is a process by which you do it over and over again to be more Christ-like. So how do we renew our minds? Um, so I, I've, I've just, I just kind of you know, thought it's important for us to know how do I renew my mind? So if you look at one of the verses, 2 Corinthians 10.5, you can probably look at that later. The first thing that you need to know, you need to identify that there are certain imaginations, strongholds, accusations, uh, negative thoughts that's lodged in you. Identify it. And then you cast it off. You cast it. And then is to bring it into captivity. And make it in alignment with God. So you identify it. Know that it's there. Cast it out. And bring it in alignment with God's word. So I think I, you know, just to give you an understanding. I'd like to share something that, that I did a couple of years ago. So in 2011, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder. And uh, uh, this came as a huge surprise. And when, we, when I went to the doctor, this is what she said. She said... You know, you cannot go out in the sun. You cannot be exposed to the sun. Now, 2011, I was a younger mother. 
okay and my children needed to go to the park i had to take them to school and all this is in bangalore sun and i said lord this is just not practical you know i cannot not go out in the sun so if i had to go out in the sun which i did for a couple of months after she told me is that i would cover myself like an eskimo you just see my eyes the rest of my entire body was covered and it went on for some time because that's an advice that you think you should follow and it is good to follow please don't get me wrong whatever the doctors do advise you you know do it but i began to battle with the lord i said god i need i need a respite of this what do i do so i looked scripture okay and this is a verse that i found it says uh, it's in psalm 121 it says the sun will not harm you by day so every time i walked out i'd say the sun will not harm me by day the sun will not harm. i mean i would know each time i was out in the sun i'd have lesions and i would know that you know it's a direct relation to the sun so it took me months and i kept saying it sun will not harm me by day sun will not harm me by day and there came a time and which is today that i don't go out with being uh, um covered completely i take precautions yes but i take care i do not cover myself and every time i go out i would say this i say the sun does not harm me by day so you got to identify what are the lies that you know you've been told okay that wasn't a lie i mean that that is scientific what i mean is you know you're you're told okay you can't do anything anymore and then you have to identify it cast it and speak your scripture bring that into captivity with what god's word says over the last couple of um, especially after the pandemic you know as i've spoken to people i've found two things that have really um this pandemic has really uh, taken off from people one is their sleep and the other is their anxiety okay and um, this is something that i have actually asked them to go and you know identify that uh, you know when when you're going to sleep there are so many racing thoughts that you're not able to just rest and go down to sleep okay so these are if if you are any one of them if you are sitting in this room you know scripture talks about it how god is so mindful he says in psalm 48 he says i will both lie down in peace and sleep so if you have anxiety it says you will lie down in peace as well as sleep for you alone o lord can keep me safe or it says in uh, uh, psalm 324 when you lie down you will not be afraid yes you will lie down and your sleep will be sweet so if you are someone who's being sleepless renew your mind learn the scripture and talk about it say it i will lie down in peace and sleep because you alone o lord keep me safe because the more that you renew your mind the more that you are going to change not just in your mind but it is going to manifest it has to manifest okay it's like yeast in a in a batter it will go and it will manifest so do it keep renewing your mind so what are our first practices the first is feed second renew okay we go to the last um Uh, the last practice that we need to do is to speak to speak the word of god now god instructs us to speak the word you know what god has likened the word of god to in ephesians 6:17 it says 
take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god what does the sword indicate it indicates a weapon it indicates a weapon now you have a weapon for two reasons so like a roman soldier now this was in that time i know we may not have wep- like swords at this time but you know and and that culture the romans used to have weapons and swords were one of their greatest weapons and they would use it as an offensive weapon against their enemies so the sword not only acts as an offensive weapon it also acts as a defensive weapon right so um even even as you know when you speak the word you know that the word can protect you but it can also counter attack it's a double edged sword it does both it can protect you and it also can counter attack whatever is coming in your way now we see that jesus our biggest example he used the word of god in a lot um you know look at scripture and you will find many examples of how he used that as an offensive weapon the first and foremost we we all know this is how he demonstrated this um when he was being tempted in the wilderness in matthew 4 and he uses the word and he says every time satan comes in and tempts him he says it is it is written so he speaks the word against satan he says it is written there was an attack he said no you know this is my shield he spoke the word okay and that's the same weapon that you and i have today in order to overcome every issue that we have let's look at some more examples of what jesus did there was another occasion where um you know this is again in matthew when you know the religious leaders were very angry with jesus you know as he was going on a donkey and the children all were crying hosanna to god in the highest they were they didn't like what they heard and you know what how jesus responds he says do uh, he says have you never read didn't you read it out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants you have perfected praise didn't you read that that's what's happening okay so he uses the word another point is when the sadducees posed to him a situation about the resurrection right they try to trap him to get into an argument with him and he responded your mistake is not knowing the scriptures nor the power of god and said have you not read what was spoken to you by god So today when we are to be speaking the word you need to ask is have i not read this somewhere because jesus used the word of god as a weapon so just like that we in every situation whatever our situations may be today you know it sometimes seems so simple but the fact is it has immense power it has immense power over the enemy it has immense power over our fleshly desires or our lusts and it has immense power over the things of the world so when we have this let's speak it maybe i'll just you know some examples of the spoken word of faith that needs to come from a faithful heart so let's say you know you're afraid of the devil you're just going around feeling afraid of the devil 
This is what you need to speak. Bring it out. Bring those words out of your mouth. Okay, it says speak the word because there's power in, in your tongue. It, it has life. So you say, I'm not going to go around being afraid of you, devil, because Jesus has given me authority to overcome the powers of the enemy. Amen. So speak that word. Let's say you have, this, this is a common one. We keep saying this week after week. If you have a disease or if you have something that you're ailing with, you know, speak it and say, you know, this has no, no uh, root in me. This has no power in me because I am, uh, by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. I am healed. If, let's say you, you're in a place, you, you fear an untimely death. You fear that, Okay. This is what God's word says. I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. So every time that thought comes, bring it out and say, I will not die but I will live. And I will be there to declare the works of God. Or if you're going to a struggle through some uh, provision in your life or there are financial issues in your life. Say, God, you will meet my needs. You will meet my needs according to your glorious riches. Speak the word. Come and speak the word. What are you doing when you speak the word? You are putting your faith in God and in his word. Not in your abilities or not in your, uh, you know, not in, in, in the way that it is done. You're putting your faith in God and in, in his, his, putting your faith in God and in his word. You are reminding yourself. You're telling yourself, you know, this is not that. This should be what the word of God says. You remind yourself of what the word of God, God says. And when you speak God's word, you take a stand against the enemy. You know, God, the enemy does not like it when you show up with God. He doesn't like it. He tries his best to dampen you. How do you dampen a fire? You know, you throw water. That's exactly what he does. He tries to put all these thoughts back to you. But, but, no, if, but. But when you speak the word of God, you know, he's dampened. He, he, the word of God is fire. You know, it is, he is dampened. So take the authority that God has given you. Fill your heart with these truths that you've heard today. We overcome because of the word. You and I overcome because of the word. And we, so what do we do? We, what is the first thing we do? We feed. So let's make it a point to eat healthy. Eat regularly. Okay. The second we do is renew. The more you feed, the more you'll change. And the third is to speak the word of God. Amen. Amen. May I please call on the uh, worship team. So even as we're going to spend, take some time to minister, this is something that, um, you know, for you to know, when God gave these word pictures about his word, it is to mean something. These were symbols of God's word. You know, you know as I was mentioning earlier, God's word is the sword. You know, there is utility in the sword. God's word is fire. God's word is light that exposes. God's word is a lamp. So when we just take to understand that no matter what we, you and I are going through, wherever our situation is, whatever it is, 
God's word has an answer. And it, if we don't take it, if we don't assume it, if we don't feed, we don't renew, if we don't speak, it will stay there. It will not pop, into, pop out from there into you. So we have that responsibility. God has given you that power to do that. Okay? So even as we get into a time of ministry, and I'd like to call Pastor um, Bini and Selina. Okay. All right. So if, um, even as we get to minister, right, whatever, um, bring whatever you have right here in front of God and say, God, it's with your word that I'm going to overcome. It's with your word that I will see a manifestation of your glory over here because his word has life. His word has power. So are we ready to do that? Yes. So may I please request all of us to stand. All of us maybe stand. And um, even as maybe the worship team can lead us in, in, a, in a worship song. And let's take some time to uh, invite the Holy Spirit here. And say, Lord, we are expectant because your word is powerful. And as we speak your word into our lives, or as we hear, um, you know, our team ministering to you, appropriate it, appropriate it, and see the manifestation of God. I'm alive, I walk in your Oh, 
just wanted to uh, release a word of restoration if there's anyone who's feels like they've lost uh, in your relationships and your inheritance um just want to speak uh, uh, this word of restoration over you uh Isaiah 61:7 instead of your shame there shall be a double portion instead of dishonor they shall you shall rejoice in your lot therefore in the land you shall possess a double portion and you will have everlasting joy I just want to release this word over you in the name of the Lord. Father, I thank you that Lord, you are the one who restores, you're the one who 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 renews, oh Lord. Lord, right now we declare by your word, oh God, that people who have who who've lost on on relationships people who have lost probably on their inheritance lord people who have lost in life oh god lord we want to speak a word of restoration over them lord we declare that a double portion be restored to them oh god we declare a renewing of their joy a renewing of their everlasting joy oh god we thank you for this in jesus name amen uh I'm just impressed in my heart especially for those parents who have children who are you know like the prodigal away from faith away from what you believe in the things of God um this this verse um you know I'm I just want to release this verse it's in Psalm 144 verse 12 it says your sons will be like plants grown up in their youth it says your sons will be like well nurtured plants that's going to bear fruit and your daughters uh will be as pillars sculptured in palace style so so even as you are waiting at a at a time of waiting for your children to come back or to to know god his scripture is clear he's declared this over your son saying they are well nurtured plants and your daughters are like pillars that will adorn a palace in thessalonians somewhere it even talks about how your sons are as light your sons are as day and they do not have anything to do with darkness so no matter where your children are at this point of time declare this they are sons of light they are sons of the day they are children of light and there is no darkness in them so let's just receive that word just rest, just uh, for maybe for those who are watching or anyone here let's just receive that word father we bring before you lord uh, the, these children that you've given to us who are a gift and an inheritance to us father Lord your word says that they will be like well nurtured plants they're not going to be feeble wilted withdrawn dead they will be like well nurtured plants God we speak that into their lives wherever they may be Lord we speak for our daughters Lord that they will be like pillars that adorn a palace Lord they will be children of the light children of day and there's no darkness no night in them 
Lord, we bring them back, God, to their father's home where, where you as a father stand in open arms, Lord, to receive them in love, Father. Thank you because you have spoken, Lord. Lord, I release this word. Even, Lord, as people come to you in, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just seeing pictures of moms crying, crying, weeping for the lives of their sons and daughters. Be encouraged. Scripture can, is not a lie. God is not a liar. What he speaks, he will bring to accomplishment. Speak this word. Thank you, Jesus. We receive this, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Lord. All right, we're going to, I just want to do something. I, I know, you know, we are supposed to have physical distancing and all that, uh, but keeping physical dis- distancing, I just want us to. Uh, just pray over, uh, pray over uh, those who are in school and college, right? This just reopened. Uh, so if you're here and you're in school or college, I want to ask you to come forward. Okay, this is an altar call. <laughs> if you're in school or college, I want you to come forward. Uh, you can keep some distance between yourself, all right? So don't say like, okay, I went to church and they broke all the rules and all that. <laughs> but just keep a little distance. Come. If you're in school or college, we're going to just pray over you. I know that 2019, 2020 has been quite a disruptive year for those in school and college. But today I just feel the Lord is uh, wanting to speak over your life. Uh, speak over your future, speak over your destiny, that none of these things will affect, uh, and uh, and not just, right, so, uh, you know, in whatever way you can, try to keep a little distance and stuff like that, okay, uh, if you can keep something, if you want to go in the aisle as well, now the church, we're going to pray, this is a future, uh, if you guys want to come in the in aisle here also, you could do that, all right, um, we want to prophesy, we want to speak over their lives, Okay? And we're going to call for destiny over their lives. God wants to do something powerful for them, in them. That nothing that God has ordained for their lives will in any way be defeated. Shall we do that? Okay, let's do that, right? Uh, these are young people. Some of them are in school. Some of them are in college. And uh, we are releasing God's hand over their lives. God, that these young people... They will fulfill destiny. That nothing that has taken place, you know, there's been so much of disruption, uh, so much of disruption in their academics and in, in, in the way things are done. But nothing will disrupt the call, the plan, the destiny that God has for their lives. Nothing will disrupt. So let's just pray. Everybody pray. Young, young people, you pray. Father, we pray over these young people who are in school and college. And Father, we declare over their lives, we declare over their lives the fulfillment of the great purpose of God over their lives. Today they are standing here because God, we call them out to speak over their lives, to speak over their destinies. That the hand of God will be upon them. That the Holy Spirit will be upon them. That the blessing of God will be upon them. That the favor of God will be upon them. That God in everything they do, they will see the success that comes from God. They will see the blessing of God. And Father, that they will see the hand of God 
setting things in motion, taking them into the fullness of your plan, your purpose that you have for their lives. That nothing will disrupt, nothing will dislocate, nothing will cause them in any way to deviate from the best that you have for their lives. I declare that each one of them, in the name of Jesus, that each one of them will rise to the full potential that God has placed in their lives. That each one of them will rise up into the destiny that God has called them to. That every gift, every every design God has placed in them will come into their fullness and they will have impact. They will have influence in their generation for the kingdom of God. And Father, for those who need provision into their lives, in order to, to see all of these things come to, come to pass, Lord, that, that supernaturally there will be provision coming in. Money will come in to pay for their tuition fees. Money will come in to take care of the rest of their academic journey. That they will have no fear. That they will have no worry. Where will money come from? But God, you will provide for their household. For them and their household. That you will provide for them. And we thank you, O God. We declare this over their lives. And we declare them blessed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're proud of you guys. You are the future. And you are going to make a big difference Amen. for the Amen. kingdom of God. Amen. You're, going to, you're not excited? And I can't see you. I've got your masks on. I can't see your face. Okay. God bless you. You can go back to your seats. Thank you for just coming up forward. You now, God, that word spoken over your life will take effect, it will have impact over each of your lives. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, God. Thank you. We bless you, Father. These people are our future. The future of the church. They're the future of the nation. And God's good hand is on them. God's good hand is on them. And nothing will disrupt. Nothing will destroy. Nothing will disturb the purpose of God for their lives. They will fulfill it. Amen. Amen. Go ahead. Jeff, do you want to do something more? Um, I was just impressed in one, one more thing. Um, uh, someone who's going through dialysis, kidney dialysis. Yeah. You know, naturally we understand that dialysis can be a very drawn off thing. And uh, this must be years that you're going through this, but you know, I'm just, uh, just the word of God just encourages, do not fear, I am with you. I will show you a way. I will give you the grace. I will hold you, uphold you with your right hand. Keep seeking me, just seek me. And in that grace, you will find healing. So that just impressed me. I'm just releasing that. Uh, let's just take, just come together and uh, let's just worship and just thank God. As um, uh, maybe before, uh, was anybody ministered through what was released um, as we spoke? 
anyone if so thank you Let, let's just give god a, a, a praise and worship anyone else if there's anyone else, somebody at the back as well Let, let's just praise god because his word when he releases his word we know that it, it will accomplish what it was sent for let's just close in a word of prayer heavenly father thank you we came expectant and we are not leaving short of anything father because you have filled us with hope with encouragement with strength lord lord we just release your spoken word over people father lord we pray that each of us in our situations will be overcomers lord we are not defeated we are not down and hit and broken but lord we are victorious and triumphant in you father and we take your word every day lord we ask for the power of your spirit to continue to help us renew your word in our lives speak your word till we see the manifestation of that promise father god help us through this father lord we thank you for each one of us here for those of us who have been ministered to for those of us who are still waiting father come through lord jesus come through with the power of your word we thank you father we thank you we give you praise we give you glory in jesus name we pray amen amen, amen. amen. i also just want to take this time to give uh, y'all an opportunity if anyone who would like to accept the lord jesus as your savior and you haven't done this before and you may not know how you know you've heard of it but you don't know how there are simple things the first thing is just to know and identify that you are a sinner that we have all sinned the bible says we have all sinned and fall, fallen short of the glory of god so just know and acknowledge lord yes I am a sinner. I have been far away from your ways. Acknowledge. And then is to believe and know that Jesus who we talk about is the one who's taken away each one of your sins. Each one of the shortcomings, whatever we've done in our lives, he's taken it away so that you and I can have freedom. And take this time to just confess and say, "Lord, I can't do without you." You know it's true I can't do without you. I need you to save me here and into eternity. And make that decision. Make that decision to say Lord I receive you. So I'm just going to lead you to in a prayer and if the God if if God is tugging your heart say this prayer alongside with me. Let's just pray. Heavenly Father, Lord I acknowledge I have been far away from your standards far away from what you want me to be I acknowledge and call myself a sinner Lord your word promises that when we believe in our hearts and confess with our mouths that Jesus is Lord Lord we are saved and this is what I do right now I confess my sin to you. I say that I need you as my savior to live in me, to cleanse me, 
to give me the freedom that only you can give come into my heart into my life thank you for doing this for me in jesus name amen amen is there anyone here who has said this prayer with me uh we would be really glad and would like to rejoice with you if you have if you can just raise your hands up it's just to you know just to worship and praise god for what he's done is there anyone who said the salvation prayer all right i don't see any hands but if there is anyone and you may be embarrassed to or if it's someone on the live chat please do put in your name or you could meet with one of us after the service um and or or at the live chat put in your name and someone would get in touch with you and help you on how you could continue your journey with god amen shall we close with with a benediction heavenly father we love your word Lord we love you. Lord we come in power and in authority of your word and and just of what you did on the cross. Lord and we speak this over us Father. May the love of the Father, the grace of the Lord Jesus and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forever. In Jesus name. we pray amen thank you for listening we trust this message was a blessing to you for more free resources including sermon sermon notes publications please visit apcwo.org for information on apc bible college in bangalore please visit apcwo.org/biblecollege please remember to download the all people's church bangalore app from the app or google play stores